0: Ah, yes, welcome back This is Life with Uni V Soul Yeah, I had to take a little break You know, had to take my kids out, you know, for a little bit A lot of things has happened, it's the summertime, you know So, you know, I was down in Miami chilling out Uh, Got a new brother-in-law, you know, all those good things and stuff like that So, But we getting back to the podcasting, you know what I mean? And it's funny, because I was in Miami And my next guest My next guest was in jersey making moves in jersey and now she makes moves in florida you know i if i had to give the ultimate hustler award right now it had to be my homegirl karen you know i used to see her in the gym i used to teach the kickboxing class i seen in the gym hustling getting her workout on looking very determined and all that good stuff and little did i know she had a lot going on no wonder she had that look of determination so i pulled her to the side and said hey you know I got this little talk show thing that I do when I'm in between gigs uh would you mind getting on and her being Mrs. Personality she's like sure thing so we made that link up you know when she was in between state to state doing that little hustling thing And when I talk about her hustling thing, we're going to talk about it right now. She's a real estate agent. But the way that she got up to being a real estate agent is real type ill. You know, she was really determined. Again, that word determination, that might be the key word for this podcast. Um, But she was really determined to make things happen for herself and has done a wonderful job. I know when I'm buying my next house, I know who I'm going to. You know what I'm saying? And so you're going to get to know more about her. How she got her start in the real estate game and her outlook on, on what it is, that you know, what it takes to be successful, you know. And all I can say is I hope you enjoy it. And once again, this is part of our Powerful Women series. Let me know if there's somebody that you want to hear that I'm missing, you know. But if you don't, it's OK, because I got plenty of I got plenty of treats for you. So here we go. Powerful Women series. This is my homegirl, Karen.
1: Let's go. Yo, so what's
2: up? Everything good?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yo, you're in Jersey or you're in Florida?
2: I'm back in Jersey.
1: Okay, how how often do you go back and forth?
2: Well, now I'm going to be staying here probably till winter.
1: Uh, just,
2: yeah, because uh, the season here is... My, you know what? I do a big referral business, so every over there I was starting fresh and new. So, um, I had a lot of my past clients call me. They had referrals for me. They had things to buy and sell. So I said, you know what? It's a little easier. I come home. It's a nicer business. And then um, when things get really, really cold, I'll go over there and, and do that for a few months.
1: That's a nice. That's that's nice. That's the real. Yeah. But it, yeah, right? What, the best of what, both worlds. Yeah, but what kind of spawn that? What kind of like somebody put you on to Florida? Because doesn't when being a, a real estate agent, um, doesn't it like uh, your license and what? You got to get licensed in a whole other state, right?
2: Yeah, so I did. I, I got licensed. Uh, I'm a broker in Florida now, and I gotta tell you, it was not easy. Uh, <laughs> I actually had to take the test a few times. It, it was definitely difficult because the laws are different and the way they do business is a little different than we do. Um, but it was definitely worth it. Um, really what drew me to Florida was, uh, the weather. That's, that's really it. Um, I knew <laughs> there's really no, nothing else. I knew they had a healthy market like us. They, they've recovered because in the last few years they, they had some setbacks, but I knew the market was healthy. So I figured, you know, why not? Well, I, I got to give it a try, you know?
1: So then it's kind of like, it, it's, it's, uh, basically like a paid vacation because you already do what you do, so it's like just take yeah. it down there instead of taking a vacation from here and going down there. You could still, you can work and play yeah. at the same time.
2: Absolutely, uh, and you know, as I always say, if you do what you love, it's like you never work anyway. So it's a win-win. I'm blessed. I I, I love what I do, and then to put the sunshine and the beach right there all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That made it pretty incredible for me.
1: Yeah, and you must have really wanted to do because you said you had to take the test a few times.
2: Yeah, I, I failed it. I failed it twice by one point. I was like, what are the odds? <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah, it was not an easy test to take.
1: Is, is uh, those the real estate, is that the type of thing like you have to pay for those things? So if you fail, you have to keep paying?
2: Yeah, yep.
1: Oh. Everybody so wants they-
2: to make their money.
1: You, you know, it's so crazy because somebody will be like, it's the same with anything. Somebody will see you and say, man, you're doing so great. I want to do that. It's just like with music. It's like anything. And then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to do it. And then when they get to, to the actual work or the test, let's say, and then, you know, somebody else that really doesn't want to do it or they thought it was just such an easy thing or they looked at you and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, they just look at your outcome and then, Absolutely. you know, and then they'll fail and then be like, ah, I, just, I don't want to do it. You know, mm-hmm. not, not realizing that, you know, you, that you care for This is something that you, you actually care about and that you really, I mean, for you to, you know, to fail a couple of times and like, nah, I'm even though I have to pay, I'm going to just continue yeah. to dig because this is what I want to do. So that says a well, lot. Well, that's
2: the thing. Nobody ever sees the hard work behind it. Right. I've been doing this 13 years here. So mm. my, I get like newbies in my office will be like, I don't understand. You don't even make like cold calls. Like people just call you out of nowhere. And I'm like, dude, because I've been busting my butt for 13 years and I treated them well and I stay in touch with them. And so, of course, they're going to think about me whenever they're going to do real estate or they talk to somebody about real estate. It didn't just happen. You know, Mm -hmm. my first year in the business, I I did fantastic. Everybody was like, whoa, how did you come in? But I spent all my money on advertising. I lost money my first year. So I was getting Mm -hmm. all these awards and I was broke, broke. Wow. So, you know, those are the things that people don't see because, you know, with real estate it's not it's not a job. It's not like you're gonna get paid just to show up. If you don't close something, you don't get paid. So it's probably the only profession where you're out spending your money before you're making it. And okay, that's you know. uh, yeah, it is. So it, it's really you're an entrepreneur and when it comes to to real estate because you you're paying for your gas, you're taking people out and you know, you gotta use your 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 skills and your gut when you meet people to make sure that they're not you know wasting your time because you could drive people around all weekend and they don't buy a house and you know you still got to fill up that tank so mm. it's, it's hard for some people that are just getting started and you know um have limited so then, funds
1: so then take me there take me take me to your beginning right Thir- you 13 years ago you got started real estate what were you doing right before real estate
2: So before real estate, in my other life, I worked in the garment industry, and I was a customer service manager for um, Gloria Vanderbilt. So they sold the company to Jones of New York, and I said, and I had just moved from, because I was born and raised in New York. So I was living in Jersey because they had moved the company here, and they said, you know, we're going to either give you a package or you stay on board and you'll have to go work in the city. And I was like, package, that sounds good, because then I can follow my dream. And my dream was actually flipping houses. I didn't really even want to get into this side of it. So I took the package, I took the summer off, and um, and then I decided to flip some houses. So I started flipping some houses, and I, I didn't have a lot of luck with the real estate agents that I was meeting. I felt like they were not on top of their game. And that they weren't finding me deals. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my own license and I'm going to get my own deals. And I'll just handle my own stuff. And that's really why I got my license. Um, and when the market turned and I realized, okay, well, I can't keep flipping houses right now. It's not going to be optimum time. That's when I decided I think I'm going to have to start working with some people until the market tr- turns again. So I started doing that and I didn't realize that I was going to love it. I didn't realize what, you know what a satisfaction it is or to be part of somebody's story, you know, like everybody's, a lot of people's. I'm not going to say everybody, but a lot of people's dream is American dream is to buy a home, right. And set down some roots and mm-hmm. to be a part of that. I didn't realize was such a special thing. Like I thought it was just like, okay, it's probably a transaction, but you become like friends and family with a lot of your clients. And, um, I loved it. And it just from there is where, you know, I decided to start doing that. And I put the flips to the, you know, the back burner and do one every once in a blue, you know. Um, yeah, it's bugged so out. That's it's, bugged. That's it. you know it's, it's bugged
1: out. Cause you know, it's bugged out because you're saying the flip. That's like, you sound like a true hustler, you
2: <laughs> know? You sound like a yeah, true Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hustlers, yeah. True hustler, you are
1: flipping out, a uh, hustler turned real estate agent. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. know, so you know, and, yeah. and so. Like okay, so then you're flipping the houses. What so what you had to take you, you got this package and you're using what, your severance and stuff like that to get you into Correct. The,
2: so, so the school. package that they gave me, I had some money to play with. So that's when I I was like, All right, so I had time to go to school. I had to go to school for two four weeks and then you have to pay for all your fees that you get into real estate, at least in New Jersey, your fees and everything right out the back, you're you're at least going to put down a thousand dollars just from like MLS fees. Everybody has their handout before you even get your license. Everybody's like looking for money. So, and then you have to sustain yourself, right? You got to pay your car, your home, your food and everything. So right off the gate, if you go out and let's say you get lucky on your first day that you have absolutely no idea what you're doing and you sit in an open house and the buyer walks in and says, absolutely, this is the house for me. It's still going to take you a minimum of 30 days to get paid because it's not, Mm. you know, unless it's cash, it's not going to close less than 30 days. So in reality, you've got to be set up to have at least six months in the bank because it Mm. could take you two to three months to, to be working with people and to get yes first sale and for it to actually get to closing and then to get paid. So that's why I say like, you've got to have money in the bank because you got to sustain yourself. Um, there's Nobody's going to you a check and everybody's got their handout. The fees are still going to be due. Everybody's looking for, you know, what's owed to them
1: every month. Damn. So you still have to be in, in uh. Yeah. This is another part where I think that people don't understand when you're working for yourself that you have to be financially savvy because there's no two months are alike. You have to you have to ahead. You know, this is not like you you, you show up and you get a check every week or every two weeks. There's not a steady, you know, you can actually have a dry month or dry couple months. Right
2: absolutely even the best of us and you know what um that took me a long time to realize that i needed to keep money in the bank (laughs) Uh, it sounds so it sounds so you know like easy right one two three like you should know this but you have to keep money in the bank it just has to be there because you don't know even when you're one of a top realtor it doesn't matter things dry up things happen deals fall apart uh, things get moved out, you know, you have to have that money in the bank because you don't know. You know, you just don't know from one day to the next. And uh, that that's probably one of the, the biggest things is having a reserve. If you're going to get into it, you definitely got to put six months. If you don't want to be stressed out every day for those six months, you got to have that money there that you say, you know what, at least I know I can cover myself for six months. And then you can learn the business, get in, and, and start working with people. And listen, if it happens before that, then fantastic. You've got money in the bank. Um, mm-hmm. But but definitely, there's months that people dry up. You know, I've, I've, I have good agents in my office that sometimes it's three months they're not getting a check because things happened, you know. It has um, and it has
1: nothing to do with them. Has nothing to do absolutely with them.
2: nothing. Nothing to do with them. Absolutely not. Yep. your Your client decides to buy a truck in the middle of, you know, this deal, and now they can't get the mortgage. Uh, your client loses their job. Uh, the seller decides he's not selling after you've been under contract for 30 days. You know, things happen that you have no control over. And so you got to think of it as, it's your own business, you know. And um, and it depends on the level too. You know, there's, there's definitely, um, like I, I'm at REMAX, right? So um, usually with REMAX, we, we pay rent and we get a higher percentage and all of that. But there's certain places and and certain um, commission cuts where people can pay a lot less a month so it's not so scary when they start off but they just get a less lesser commission so they work with them but at the end of the day you still should have a a good nest egg too if you're going to start up in this business
1: and then I guess the more successful the more bread that you're getting the bigger uh cushion that you should make for you so I mean it should just be common knowledge that you know pushes further out just in case anything happens but, you know, I'll tell you
2: what, I used to be so used, I guess because of the fact that before this, I always had a paycheck. So mm-hmm. I would live outside my means because I'd be like, that's all right. It just make me, you know, next next week's check, I'll take care of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, your whole mindset <laughs> changes. And now it's like the more successful I get, you're right, the more I try to keep in the bank because, I don't know, it's that much more scarier. Yes, yes,
1: yes. (laughs) You know,
2: so it's all relative, you know, but, yeah, definitely uh, you keep adjusting
1: those numbers. And I think that's where the the conversation is different. From Mm -hmm. working and getting the regular paycheck and because nine times out of ten, anybody working and getting the regular paycheck does kind of live outside of their means because they look at it like, Oh, I need these things, mm-hmm. I need these things for, you know, I'm working hard and I need these things, and, hey, I'm getting a check next week anyway, so it's like right. I know that the money's coming. And when you're doing it on your own, you, that's not really that's not ever the case. Mm-hmm. So, you exactly. Know. And, wow.
2: um, and, we, you know, we have a lot of expenses that we incur in this business. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of realtors don't realize, you, the, the new people coming in, that you have to pay for some advertising sometimes to get leads and you have to pay for certain things and those are on top of your other fees for doing you know this so yeah it can get expensive and you know you can start like I said the first year I spent so much money because I was from New York so I didn't know anybody in Jersey I didn't have a sphere of influence I didn't go to high school with anybody so I Mm. was just a newbie who needed to find people so the only way I knew how to do was advertise so I spent all my money on advertising. So the money was coming in, everybody's like, Man, you're doing great. I'm getting awards and at the end of the year it was like this, Oh damn, I don't have any I <laughs> I didn't make money. <laughs> I didn't realize that I needed to budget. And it sounds so, you know, elementary, right? Like, duh, Karen, pay But no, you are it's fast paced. You're you're doing what you have to do to get the, the leads coming in. And you're doing what you do to get busy. And it's real easy to spend all your money and realize that, hey, you didn't make any money. You spent it.
1: <laughs> That's a scary position oh. to be in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just, um. So when you're saying the advertising, when you're saying the advertising, you're talking about those uh, boards that are outside of people's houses or those, the the printed. All kinds. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. So back then it was like a park bench, right? Or the bench in front of Passmark. Um, but you also, you know, nowadays everything is online. So now we're paying, you know, we're paying Zillow, we're paying, um, those little ads, you know, like when you, you go online and you look at a pair of shoes and then you you say, yeah. ah, I'm not buying that. And that, those shoes keep following you to every other yeah. website you go to. Those are all yep. things that are paid for. That's all advertising. So th- there's a lot of, uh, those kind of things that, that we pay into to get the leads, to get the you know the people who are looking to buy at this time.
1: You know, it's kind of, I feel like that's kind of important because uh, in a sense for people to understand that too, because it's like a lot of times somebody will say, hey, I got this great thing. And then they're like, man, why isn't anybody coming to me? I I, I let everybody know, mm-hmm. all my friends know on social media, I'm not getting no burn. And it's like, yeah. I mean, if a, a baker makes great bread, but he don't advertise, then how is anybody supposed to know that what they got going on?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely, and um, but definitely I would say that my business, I mean, I'm blessed. In the last few years, I've been very, very successful, and I have to really, most of it for me, I have a very high um, referral rate. Like I do probably 85% of my business is referrals. And that's just all the people that, you know, I help them achieve their dreams and they ca- they just take care of me. You know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get people a call and be like, Karen, I'm working with this guy. He's working to buy. Give him a call. I told him all about you. And it's like, thank you. You know, like that really means something. Like, and it's always so much nicer to work with, hey, Yumi gave me somebody and that's his mm-hmm. friend. And so now they respect me because you already told them that your experience with me was good. So they already trust me. We're already getting off to a great start where, you know, when you get a lead online, they don't know who you are. You got to prove yourself and you don't know who they are. You don't even know if they're serious. You know, they can say mm-hmm. a lot of things. <laughs> so it's it definitely the way to do it is, uh, you know, you treat people right and your business will keep multiplying and just stay in touch with them. And that, that's really the, the best way to build your business in this industry. Well, I think it most probably too.
1: That's yeah. And that's another gym. That's another gym that you, you have because it's like uh, about treating people right. Because like mm-hmm. I know in, in the world of hip hop, Some people feel like you gotta hustle somebody and stuff like that. It's like, and it's not. It's really about Mm -hmm. doing good, good business. I mean, word of mouth. When did you see your word of mouth change? When did you like from advertising and investing so much money in in the thirteen years? When did it like you start seeing the shift where you were just getting it was just becoming almost almost automatic where the word of mouth was like halfway in. Um,
2: probably about halfway in because of my first few years, I didn't realize that people wanted to stay in touch with me. I thought mm-hmm. I'm just a realtor; I'm just here to do this transaction. All right, I got them in the house; they don't want to hear from me. And now I found out way too late that they wanted to stay in touch. They wanted to be part of my life, and that's when everything changed. That's when you know I'm friends with my clients on Facebook. I go to like their kids' parties; I get invited, I go, I stop in wow. and see them for Mother's Day. You know we they become friends and family, you know, and, um, and that's where, that's definitely the, the difference. And it probably happened about halfway in. If I would have known from day one, Oh, forget it. My business would have been a lot better, <laughs> but I felt like I was bothering them. Like, I didn't want to call people and be like, so how's it going? How's the house? I felt like I was intruding. I didn't know better. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, my clients want me to see what they did to their house, like everything we talked about. They want me to come by and be. Remember, I told you I was gonna paint this room. Look how nice this looks. So remember, I told you I was gonna put this in. You know, so now I I know that, right? So I come by and I check it out, and you know, we celebrate things. <laughs>
1: Do you think that would set you set you apart? I mean, because I, I would imagine that not every real estate is the same, Except For some people, it is uh just a transaction. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So that, that and customer service. Yep and that's you know and that's where my prior life my previous life really helped me cuz i came from a customer service standpoint that's all i knew that was i managed customer service departments so that's all i knew so when i came into this for many years i didn't realize i was in sales i was just trying to service people and try to give them the best service possible And it took me a long time. People, I kept going to these seminars. They kept calling me a salesperson. I was like, "No, I'm not. I just want to give service," you know. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, I think definitely that's where um, it 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 sets me apart from uh, some other agents.
1: And then, you know, the flipping the houses. When you say like, "Yo, you doing real estate for 13 years," but before that, flipping houses. This is. It sounds right around the time where all the signs are all over the place where you call mm-hmm. a number and you flip the houses? Is that how you got, you got, you call one of those numbers in the sign in the street or did you have a mentor? Like, how did you know what to do when it came? Cause flipping houses was really popular at one point. It was a thing. Yes, you know, it was.
2: You know? Yes, it was. Uh, um, so
1: how'd you get in the game? I mean, yeah, I guess it's a game. You games. know
2: what? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I made good friends with this guy um, who was a real estate agent. So I told him my ideas and, um, I've always aligned myself with, I've been lucky to meet people at the right time and I usually listen to people who are successful. That's who I go to. And Mm. so this guy, he was, he was very successful. He was one of the top agents. He still is. And, um, so I went to him and he was like, absolutely. If you buy this for this much, and if you can get the work done for this much, then you can make this much. And then, um, you know, I started asking around for people who knew how to do, you know, the rehab, the actual work, you know, Uh, a painter, the electrician, this and the other. So I got referrals from people on people that were trustworthy and cheap and all of that. And um, and that's how I did. I pieced it together. You know, Um, I have my mom down there with me, too. (laughs) So it was it was cool. It was a learning process and it was fun. And like I said, so I just really, I always go to the people that are doing good, no matter what it is, right? So if you see somebody who's happily married, that's the person you want the advice from, not the single girlfriend who has never been married, you know what Mm, I'm saying? mm. And it's like, you know, the guy with a lot of money in the bank, that's the one I want to explain to me what he's doing with his finances. I don't want to talk to the one that, you know, is living outside their means. So you always want to pick people that are good in, in that, that category that you need. And that's who you want to follow advice from. So um, that's, that's basically how, how I got into the flip game. And, uh, and I knew I had to get out because, you know, the, the margin of profit was, was becoming very low. So I was like, all right, time to wait. So everything's cyclical. So it was just not a good time to continue.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I feel like, like in that type of situation too, because it seemed like a lot of people were hustling at that time. Not to keep mm-hmm. going on the flipping, but I think the flipping, it, it was interesting for what it was. But I was like, yo, you at any time, because you had to pull all these different moving parts. Like, I got to get this person mm-hmm. to this, this person. I mean, I would imagine that uh, at some point, at one of those points, somebody had to hustle you. You know, a contractor not doing what they were support- said they were going to do or something. Like, at uh, any point, did you have anything that has ever happened in that type of situa- situation with the flipping house?
2: Yeah, you... That. Absolutely. Um, and again, and the reason I don't have too many of those stories is because I go by recommendations. So mm-hmm. if you told me to use Larry, Larry don't want to hear from uni, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, so usually when you get a referral, that person does better for you because they know that first of all, that person referred you, they're going to refer you more business. And, um, if, if, I'm not only going to tell about 11 other people that your service is terrible, but I'm going to go back to the person who sent you here and tell them, yo, what happened to your boy? He never showed up. You know what I mean? So (laughs) because I went with referrals, I had a lot less, um, a lot less headaches. So yeah, because Mm -hmm. uh, you hear about these contractors, they show up and they take half your money and then you can't find them. You can't get them back. So yeah, you gotta you gotta try to. If you don't have your own relationships, then you gotta try to find somebody who has good relationships with people that can do the work.
1: Man, that's it. Well, I mean, but you sound like somebody that that studies, anyways. Well, you know, you pay attention to what's going on. You just don't jump in it. But, oh, it's a great money opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I um, know. Well, you know, I was gonna uh, because I, I've in the last couple phone calls, it's been I've been getting to talk to powerful independent women in their perspective field. Okay. So, and then now I'm talking to you and like how is that being a female not only just being a female being a Latina female being a female of color in in real estate like how like uh do uh, do you feel like there's any kind of limitations put on you? you are you you feel like you're breaking certain barriers down I feel like you're already setting a tone for a, a, a lot of women um because isn't you. real estate kind of yeah isn't real, real estate it's kind of like it's it, well, in in the past, it's been dominated by by men, in in, in a sense. Um, but like for for you, like like what are are, are there any obstacles, or you know?
2: Right. Um, well, I'll tell you what. In um, I can only speak for New Jersey, and yeah, really New Jersey. I'm going to speak about because even Florida, I think Florida was the same too we are, I'm blessed to be in an industry that's actually women driven. And most really? the majority of us are women. Um, and I think it's because there's this notion that, so, you know, the public always looks at us and it's like, Oh, it's so nice. You set up your own schedule, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I think we have all this free time. So I think unfortunately a lot of women get into this because they're moms and they want to be there for their kids, soccer and, things for school and they don't want to miss things. Right. So they get into it and then they realize that it doesn't always work that way. So not, not everybody um, (laughs) does well with it, but I think that's why we have uh, so many women that that have gotten into it. Um, So I don't really feel that there's any barriers for me. Um, There's, there's definitely, I, I'm in an industry where pretty much you put whatever you put in is what you get out, you know. And it, I haven't had any any issues of anything. The fact that I'm bilingual in Spanish has helped me because I get to take care of those people who can't speak English. Right. Um, so that's open doors for me. And um, I haven't really, yeah, like I said, in my industry, um, it's, it's primarily women. So
1: also, I'm I haven't dealt that. Huh? I I I thought, I I thought it was male dominated. It it it's
2: You know what? Maybe in commercial real estate um uh, in commercial there seems I think there seems to be more men than women, but you can't quote me on that. But on residential at least where I am, um it's it's a lot of women. <laughs> it's a lot of us
1: here. Yeah. And you guys you don't work and you know, you when you say that too cuz I um my daughter's uh friend her mom is a real estate agent, and um, mm-hmm. and I noticed, too, it's like, man, she works a lot of hours, and you're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. women probably get into it thinking, you know, I could spend much more time with my kids, but you guys are not yep. working regular hours. It's like long, yep. long hours, right? And just about mm-hmm. it's seven days a week, too. So that's
2: the thing, right? So it depends how much business you want to do, because there's a lot of people. So there's a lot of realtors. Like you'll, You throw a penny, you're going to hit somebody. It's, it's like everybody's got their license. So then you got some agents that just have their license, only sell three houses a year. God bless them if that's all they want to be in here for, you know what I mean? But if you want to be successful and this is really your career, yeah, for the most part, I try not to work seven days a week. I try hard not to work seven days a week. And the reason I say I try is because, so Sundays comes and if I have an open house, that Sunday is the day I try to take. So I might go to church, but I might have to run to the open house after that, you know, <gasps> or I might have a client that's coming in out of town that, you know what? Sunday's the only day that's going to work for him. I can't, you know, I can't risk the chance that he's going to go elsewhere or so what am I going to do? If that's the only day he's got. So sometimes you say, all right, I'm going to take off on Thursdays because Thursday seems to be kind of quiet, but then sometimes you have an inspection or an appraisal. So it's, it's a real hard business to judge and to take off. Um, but, but, like I said, you know, uh, if you love it, like I love it, then there's no problem. If you don't love this, don't do it just for the money because there's definitely places you can go where they'll pay you vacation time, they'll pay you health care, they'll give you all kinds of things and days off. And when you get home, you can shut off your phone because so this is 24 7. If somebody calls you at 9 o'clock at night and we're in the middle of a deal, you know, they're stressed out. I'm not, I can't be like, oh, I'm picking up at 9 o'clock at night this is the biggest investment they're making. I can't just disappear uh, on them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. it's definitely not for the, <laughs> if you're looking for a lot of time off, this ain't the place to be. But <laughs> so then, and then how do you manage
1: that? How do you manage that? How do you manage your, so you have to pay for your own healthcare? Yeah, yep. So, yeah. Uh, budget, yeah budget for that too.
2: There you go. It's just like having your own business. It really is. Wow. They're, not, they're not giving you anything. You know, and when you take vacation, you got to have somebody here. I mean, if you're successful, if you're not successful, then nobody's calling you You gotta worry about it. But if you're successful and you try, you're going away, you got to have people in your office or people that you could either pay or that you, that you guys can switch off for each other and be like, hey, can you take my person out? You know, um, it, it's just uh, you have to have your phone with you. You know, you, I might be on a beach somewhere, but don't think that I'm not still on my phone. Emails are still coming through. Things are still happening, and I still have to be involved. I can't
1: just disappear. Yeah, you sound like you're always on work mode. Yeah, can you? Pretty much. Me? So you 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 can't even go, I mean, well, it's not, almost not a point. It's like, oh, I want to go away for two weeks, and I'm just going to unplug. I'm not going to do anything. I mean, because you're really oh. putting yourself in jeopardy.
2: Yep. So I do. I, I love Aruba, and that's my unplugged time. So what I do is um, before I go, there's a lot of prepping I have to do. And so I'm lucky enough I have, like, two people in my office that we're, like, partners, right? So they know if I'm going to Aruba, I need them to handle my stuff, and I'll do the same for them or anything they might need. But I have to, at least, at the end of the day, when I go upstairs to my room before dinner, I'm going to check my emails to make sure nothing blew <laughs> up and nobody needed something. <laughs> but that's the only time, you know, But that's what I'm saying. You need a lot of prepping. you got to definitely have people that can cover for you.
1: Wow. Do that. Real estate doesn't seem easy at all. Not as easy you know. as some. So then, Listen, so there's
2: that- some people that do it and if you're happy with, you know, making forty, fifty thousand, 50000 then you could probably get away with, you know, shutting down your phone and taking off on weekends and things like that. But if you really want to be a top producer or successful in it, yeah, it, it's definitely, you got to have the mind frame of this is my business and I might not have a storefront, but I got to be open. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. You, you know, look, I'm listening to you and I'm glad I got to talk to you about this because I ran across thank you. so many people that I'm telling you, you're welcome. I mean, no thank you is needed. Thank you. For, like, cause you're clearing up a lot of things. You're like, yo, know, there's times, you know, you, you, you talk to people on an everyday basis, right? Somebody's mm-hmm. working at their job. And, you know, you owe, you know, like I know I talk to a lot of people and I'm not happy with my job. And like a thing like real estate will be an option for them. They look at it as sure. an out. And it's yep. like, you know, once I get my real estate license, it's going to be like that. Not understanding everything that is like any business requires you to jump in with both feet and be present all mm-hmm. the way through. There is no one foot in and one foot out or else you really don't have any kind of true success. You might make a couple of dollars here and there. Right. Um and you're like, yo, you're putting everything into perspective because I remember there was a point that I had friends that were getting their real estate license. I'm like, man, am I doing the right thing? Maybe I should get my real estate license. Right. But then getting yeah. yeah, getting my real estate license was taking me away from what I really wanted to do to begin with. So what is the point? Right. Yeah. You know, you got it. I will
2: gotta, say, I I will say, I I, I don't you know I don't want to make it seem like it's all. Terrible. I'm not trying to point that picture either because, you know, the benefits of it is that, and it's, you know, and that's the thing. I get a lot of people on social media. They're watching me, right? So they see me. Mm -hmm. I'm out on beautiful days. I'm driving around. I'm going here. You know, if I got calls (laughs) to make in business, I can take my laptop. Nowadays, (laughs) I can go work on the beach, and I can still get my work done. You know what I'm saying? I can answer Mm -hmm. my emails. I can answer my calls. And you know, in between that, I can run and do an inspection or show three or four houses and get back on the beach if I wanted to. So you know, it looks glamorous, but they're not saying the behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, so you're planning your day, you're strategizing mm-hmm. the things that you have to that you have to deal with. And I, like I, you know, and we were saying earlier in the conversation, but I think this is the thing where. You know, I, I would want folks to pay attention to, to that. Not just in real estate. Even for me, for voiceovers, you know how many times that somebody can mm-hmm. see a commercial and then reach out to me and like, yo, how do you do that? And it's like, it's just not about how do you do that. There's like, there's a thing. There's a lot of work involved. And it's like, sure. it's not really work work because it's fun. And it's like, right. you know that this is not going to be your, uh, it's not a lotto. It's not an escape ticket. Mm-hmm. It's actual, you know, you're you're building something. And I think it's important for people to, to understand that. It's like, and then look at, look at, imagine this is like you're doing the real estate and then I don't know, you see somebody that has a successful, um, I don't know, snail nail salon. It's like, yo, I always wanted to do that. And then you're trying mm-hmm. to balance out real estate with trying to, you know, and you're just jumping in their world without really totally understanding it. And then like right. you risk screwing up all your other stuff, you know? Um, right. So I think it's very important for you know people to get that, that you're painting that picture for, you know, for people. Um, so what are you going to do in the future? 13 years, like what, you're going to ride it out to the sunset. You made an exit strategy. I was like, I mean, could you, you sell like a uh, bunch of multi million dollar houses and be like, yo, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to do it no more. Like, gonna, you know what?
2: Gonna... I, I just, I love it too much. Um, I think it's going to be a while before I, I, I could say like, okay, um, I'm going to do this for just 10 years. I don't know when it starts getting old for me. I guess that's when I'll start making sure that my nest egg is ready. <laughs> yeah. You know. But um but you know what? Look, you know, right now I'm forty seven years old. I am thinking about it. Like now, um I had you know, I, I was blessed enough that I was in Florida for six, seven months. You know, and I was able to do that and I had a great time and now I'm back. I'm gonna bust my butt again. And then when it gets real, real cold here, I'm gonna probably take off for two three months and go back to Florida. So That to me is like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's pretty cool. I got the best of both worlds. So, for right now, I'm good. I think I'm I'm gonna write it out. Yeah, like you said, write it out until sunset. (laughs) 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 I put my work in, so I'm gonna definitely uh, stick to it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man, and and it's kind of like it's enjoyable. So, like you know, Mm -hmm. why 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 not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: And would that's you, the difference. I've, I work with people that I like. I'm going to be honest mm. with you. And, and maybe it's also, you know, again, it's a blessing because because of where I am today, I'm able to do that. Like, sometimes I'll get a jerk on the phone and I'll be like this. Yeah, I don't think that means you're going to be a good fit. So if you like, I could refer you to somebody else or you can just call another agent. I'm not going to do it to myself because the person who comes in like that from the get, is gonna make you miserable the whole time you're gonna work with them, and then during the whole process of their house closing. And who needs that? You know, like I could pick and choose who I work with. That's cool for me. You know, and, and that's what I do now. I work with, and that's why I love the referrals. Like I said, because that's somebody's friend. So usually we have a we have fun. I have a great time with them.
1: It wasn't always like that, though, right? You, no, you know, hell no. You know, options. I had had to to learn that,
2: yeah, man, I had to take everybody. So I learned finally when I got my money right and my business Mm -hmm. right, I was like, well, now I don't have to work with those jerks. Now I can say, yeah, I don't think so. We're not a good fit, you know what I mean? But in the beginning, I had to work with everybody's
1: shit. I can't just. <laughs> and, then, and look at that, and then that, that comes to that's the other part of the planning part, right? So then, if you have uh-huh. that it, then then you can say no, like you know, because if you are thirsty yep. for work and you need to pay them bills, then exactly. you got to take on. You basically got to eat shit. <laughs> you gotta, exactly. You know, and, uh, my God, exactly. and that's um, and I, I can only imagine in the beginning of it. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm not imagining because I've I've been there with the voiceover part where it's like you couldn't say mm-hmm. no to any work, and it's like if you you know. It's almost, yeah. it's kind of stressful. It's kind of it's It is stressful, very no stressful, absolutely. You know, because people can tell, I, I feel like they can kind of tell your desperation so they can keep spinning you and spinning yep. you around as much as yep. they need you. Well, well, you're the one that needs to tell, you know.
2: Yeah, that's exactly it. You're right. And but, they do smell desperation. And, and it is, it's a totally different dynamic. And I don't have, uh, I, I don't have to do that anymore, thank mm-hmm. God.
1: Thank God. <laughs> What's the main, so now what is the, like, Yo, know, when somebody gets their real estate license, is the, the main thing for them to do is, is like get with an, uh, a company like a Remax or all the different companies or like, can yes. they do it on their own or like, no, you have to go. No, you
2: have there, to right? be, you have to hang your license in a, at a brokerage. So you got to, it's good to visit a few different companies and, and pick cause everybody's got different um, setups and what they offer. You know, some people are known for, you know, mostly for training newer agents. Some is just some more seasoned agents. So you definitely want to go to different, you know, um, just like you would any interview. You want to interview them. You want to make sure that they're going to help you get better. Because when you come out, you know, you might have learned all the laws and you might have got your license, but you don't really know how to do business or where to get your business from. You don't even know how to start. You know, so that's where you want to fit into a place where somebody's going to hold your hand and make sure that you understand the paperwork and the process and all of that good stuff.
1: So then a young, a young upcoming real estate, then how do they how do they choose where to go or how did you choose? Like, what do you I mean, like if you don't know anything for that? You're just learning everything. You're just getting your license. You're just getting these things. How do you know who's the right fit for you? What are you looking for? Well,
2: you're going to interview and you're going to want to know that, you know, the person that you want to go to when you're just getting started, they have to have some kind of training program for you. Or maybe Mm. some people have mentors that they can give you a mentor who's going to let you ride with them and they'll go with you on your first few appointments so that they can help you figure out what you're doing, what you're saying, how you're handling it. And then once you get your deal, they're going to help you put that paperwork together and they're going to hold your hand through the whole transaction. So you make sure that you're not messing anything up for your client. So that's the kind of place that, you know, um, somebody who's just getting started, you want to find the right fit and you want to make sure that, you know, the broker you're talking to is somebody you feel comfortable enough that you can walk into his his or her office and uh, ask for help every day of the week. You know, so those are the things you want to look for when you're first getting started.
1: So and then and support and then and, so and, then, and yeah. your and and then your time doing it did before you locked in with Remax, did you like have you know different experiences at different places or is, like you locked in with them and then it's been a happy marriage ever since. I
2: I uh I started at another company. I wasn't there very long because um it was I I got a lot of education from them, and then after like my third deal. Um, the commission split was really, like, they took, like, half my money. And I was like this. Oh, wait a minute. This is not going to work for me. <laughs> wow. And my girlfriend was at Remax. And then she was telling me on her split, she was getting, like, 94%. And I was like, you getting 94% of what you sell? I'm out of here. So I went. And everybody's like, you're crazy. You're just starting. Don't do it. Blah, blah, blah. I've been with this Remax ever since then. And uh, it's the best thing I ever did. I never was back.
1: You you are you hold on. When you sell a house, you get ninety four percent of the sale.
2: No, ninety four percent of the commission. Oh, so
1: I'm like, a, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm my Bora, god! I'd be in
2: Bora Bora having this conversation <laughs> right now if that was the case. <laughs> I'm
1: like, Yo, how like, these companies making money? Yo,
2: that. No, that's no, no. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's so right. there's different. You know, everybody gets different um, splits in different places. And so those are the things you want to look for. And and what, you you know, um, really the support is the most important thing when you're first getting started, though. Because if you get thrown into some place and nobody's going to show you how to do anything, you're going to be lost. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So what do you find uh, best works to build your network? Do you, like, more so, like, build with, okay, just other real estate agents? Or do you find, like, I don't know, as, like, having other conversations, having other interests, outside of like, you know, like, you know, the, how we met, we met at CKL. So then it's like having other interests outside of real estate where you don't have to be constantly talking about that all the time. It's like, you find like more people that way without even trying to find it because it's just you being your natural self and maybe somebody does construction, but then this conversation leads to this, 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 and then boom, Hey, you know what, Uh, you know, versus like, Oh, I only hang with other real estate agents and that's, you know, that's my network.
2: No, you're absolutely right. That's exactly how it is. And in my business, um, everybody wants to talk about real estate. Everybody wants to know about real estate. So you could be at a party, they hear you're a realtor, they want how's the market? Everybody's how's the market? How's it going? You know?
0: So, um
2: but yeah, definitely. Um if you if you're a real social type person and you've got different interests and that that's the best way, you know. Like I'm envious. I don't have kids. I only have dogs, so I'm envious at the moms that you go to PTA and stuff or go to like the soccer game, you know, or they hear somebody getting divorced, they hear somebody's doing something, I'm like, just, damn it, you know, they're cleaning up <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. I don't you know, so yeah, definitely, um, you know, I got dogs, so I go to the dog park and I meet people that way sometimes or at the gym, like you you know, like we met. So, yeah. uh yeah, but that that's always the best way to 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 meet people, absolutely, and to, to find new people in your business. Because as soon as people know what you're doing you know, believe it or not, if they like you they're gonna they're gonna wanna try to spell new people. That's just human nature. It's like, hey, you know, you need a great guy, I'm gonna send them a person for this, you know? Um Yeah. So yeah, that the more social you are, the needs the better. Absolutely. Church. <laughs> I got a girlfriend of mine, she's a great in church because yeah. she's very active in her church. So they all realize now because she's friends with Don Facebook that she really does sell stuff. She doesn't just have a license. So now her businesses are picking up more because of that.
1: and i guess it it pays not to be i guess it also pays not to be put because you seem like when you're dealing with folks you have a very like laid back i could be totally wrong but just Mm -hmm. from you know you know the conversations that we've had um just Mm -hmm. you know you're you're smiling you have you know like a like a charming personality where it's like you don't have to be Mm -hmm. salesy and like yo, you need to go and get this you know and pushing oh no i
2: never do that yeah. yeah. I nobody you know what? Nobody likes to be sold if you think about it, right? Even if you was gonna go get a car, you don't want the guy to sell you. You want him to show it's you stuff, and then you pick something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's,
1: the worst so, it's the worst feeling in the world.
2: Yeah, nobody wants to. Even the sales doesn't want to be sold. I mean, that's just ridiculous. And you don't really sell anything. What you're really doing is matching up people with the right uh right houses. Um and if you're selling somebody's house then you're just making sure that you're giving them all that service and marketing it correctly and pricing it and doing everything right to get it sold. But, you know, because you walk into an open house and I was like, this, oh, take a look at this. And, oh, this isn't... this. That's not going to sell the mm. house. <laughs> you got to feel it. You got to do through it. Make sure it matches your, you know, your needs. So it's really just about matchmaking uh, more than anything than, than actually, yeah, you know, nobody wants to be sold.
1: But, but when you're saying... Hold on, but when you're saying about matchmaking, too, is uh, do you mm-hmm. ever come in a situation where, you know, you're showing houses around and a family would say, yo, we really like this house. Do you, I mean, do you ever give your opinion or you keep your opinion? It's like, yeah, this might not fit. This might not be for you well i'm like very you.
2: opinionated so i always no. give my opinion
1: <laughs> i don't
2: i don't have much of a filter so sometimes i i you know i'll be like i love this and i look at them and i go i don't know not that it matters to you but i love it <laughs> you know because really who cares if i love it it's them who's got to love it um but yeah i'll always give opinion um i've been one to sell buyers sometimes you know we'll go see a house and i'll be like you know what, I know you really like this, but I don't love this for you. And I'll tell them why. I'll be like, you know, Mm. you're not looking at the fact that you said it's really important for you to have this basement. And now you're saying that, you know, well, we could always go without. Or you said, you know, that you want to be walking distance to this or, you know, there's different things. Or sometimes it's just something in the neighborhood, you know. Um, you know, guys, I don't I don't really love this, but the train runs right behind your house. Are you really going to be okay with that? Maybe we should come back here at night and you should listen to it see how loud it is, you know. Wow. So yeah, no, I definitely uh I I'll, I'll always point things out. I want you to be happy when you get those keys, not be like, "Damn it, why didn't she point that out? I didn't know mm-hmm. that there was a train behind the house." You know what I
1: mean? And that that could that could uh, really hurt your business if you would just if you did it like that. If you, if uh, no. you Oh, yeah, what if man so you know it it sounds like man it's like not just being a real real estate agent, it's like you have to be uh, to be a great one be a great listener a great communicator and uh, yeah. uh, honest uh, yeah. you know honest about how honesty you feel about
2: is a, honesty is the honesty is the big one because um we're not in unfortunately in, in in this field we're not looked upon as honest people there's a lot of like we have that that reputation of like car salesmen and people are weary of us. Like we're trying to get over. And unfortunately, you know, that like in any business, like in anything, there's always those people who just want to make the deal. Um, yeah. but yeah. So unfortunately that's where it goes. But so, yeah, I mean, I, I would not, I don't think I would have made it this far, um, without having integrity and having, you know, people continue to feed me business. If I treated them wrong, I wouldn't have anybody give me any business. You know, it'd have to be always new people I'm looking for.
1: You know what? And, you know, and like us having this conversation and you just saying that it's like, you know, I want people to hear that because I was like coming from like I'll talk to people and coming from my mouth. I say that all the time, like there's no way somebody can stay in business for a long time by being a crappy business person. It just I just don't see it happening because obviously we're. Yeah, yep. it, 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 you know yep. what I'm saying. It's, it's like it, it's only in your favor. This is not about money. Finding something mm-hmm. that you love, you're passionate about, that you care for, wow. and it will pay you. And being the same because mm-hmm. if you love it and care for it, you're going to treat it the right way. And the people that uh, it, it's almost it's like we're privileged to do it in a sense, and mm-hmm. you never take it for granted. So you're going to always put your best foot forward. Like why would you take something that you love to do and it's actually providing for you? Why would you take that for granted? You know, by doing exactly. that business. So if it's just Absolutely. yeah. I'm so glad that you're, you're you're mentioning that thing. Um, I guess I'm not gonna hold you up too much more, but I wanted to ask you. It's like when you were saying that the uh, commercial side maybe no dominate. Have you ever thought about doing the commercial side? Because I heard there's like big, you know, big deals happening on the commercial side or residents. There is basically.
2: there's big there's big deals there's big money there, but um, it doesn't do anything for me, and it, it just mm. comes back to what you just finished saying. You know, like my joy comes from, you know, the excitement of, oh, my God, we found your house. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, Or, oh, my God, we sold your house and now you can go move and do retirement or whatever it is, you, you know, your next phase in your life. Like, that's where I grab my satisfaction from. And so, you know, although the dollar bills look, you know, they're very attractive. I don't think day in, day out, I think I'd be bored. It's like, okay office space. okay somebody needs a warehouse. Like, I don't know. It's just not not for me. (laughs)
1: unless there was something that unless there was something that i mean i'm sure there's 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 guys and and girls out there that uh that are working the commercial thing that really that really love it getting that next guy for getting that office space so they kind of fit into their lane
2: exactly and yeah so my lane is definitely in the residential and uh i'm gonna stick to it (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) do you do you at, at this point with all the experience that you have uh do you mentor or, or like outside of, you know, I mean, yeah. outside of a young person coming into your thing. You, you
2: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, I've had a few agents that have come and I've mentored them as they got started. I have a mentor, uh, relationship with someone who's been very good friends for many years. And, um, actually she calls me, she calls me Velcro cause she sticks to me like Velcro, man. <laughs> 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 she wants to reach my levels and I'm trying to help her reach my levels. And, uh, you know, so yeah, no, I'm, i um, I like mentoring. If somebody comes to me and is like, you know, I really want to do this and I want you to teach me, oh, I love it.
1: I love it. Uh, but you just got to mm-hmm. make sure they're not wasting your time. I guess you got to kind of vet them too, like uh, anything else. Yeah, kind
2: of see. Fit. Absolutely. And it's got to be a good fit because you might not like my, my, you know, the way I do business, the way I mentor. I'm, I'm. I grew up in tough love kind of uh school. So, you know, I could be like, look, there's no crying in real estate. <laughs> you know what mm. I, mean? I can be a little rough, but that's just, that's just the way I do business. Like I have a non-focus and I don't got time to be wasting. So I got to see that you're driven too. Otherwise uh, it's not going to work.
1: Oh, you know what? And okay. I know before, cause you said there's no crying in real estate. Like,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: this is about it, life still happens, right? We have to make money. We have sure. our careers, but life still happens. So with life, and I'm talking about deaths, anger, whatever happens, mm-hmm. like, and how do you manage life things with, like you just like you know, because some people have a tendency to take you know whatever's happening to them and bring it to work or bring it to what they're doing. Like, how do you manage mm-hmm. that? Because you could be going through a know. hard time, and then you still gotta, you're you're you know you're front facing, you're you're you know. It's not like you can just right. hide behind a computer and do your work. You're front facing. You have to do it with people. So you could be having a totally shit day and then you still got to turn uh-huh. it on.
2: That's it. So it's all about getting your mind right. So um, I've learned to, you kind of have to get like com- compartments, right? So if something really sad is going on in my life, you know, I try to give it a, whatever I have to give it. If I got to give it a few minutes, an hour, whatever time I have, I'll give it, you know, but then it's like, all right, right now, you need to put your game face on. So at that point, it's mm. either I put on some music that's going to change my mindset or I'm going to put on some, something motivational on YouTube, somebody talking about something. Sometimes i put on, I know it's going to sound corny, but like I love starting my day with Joel Osteen because he's okay. just talking about God and love and respect and how things are going to be fantastic. So it's really <laughs> hard to listen to him and, and, and leave feeling like, oh man, my life sucks. By the time he's done talking, I'm like, all right, it's better. Everything's going to work out, you know? And so it's just really getting your your spirits up and your mood up before you get in front of your people. Because nobody wants to see somebody, you know, who's depressed or cranky. Like, what the hell? Who wants to hang out with that person? And especially if you feel they're not going to be focused on your needs, you know? I, I got to be there 100%.
1: So, you
2: yes. know, I, yeah. I leave yeah. that stuff to the side and I put it in a the com- the compartment and I open that compartment when I'm alone and, and back home. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? And you and, and you kind of have to do that, get ready for the stage because it, yep. it, what it is is like hitting the stage be, uh, because you don't know mm-hmm. what the person that you're dealing with that day, what they're going through. They could be going through. Exactly. You know, and then yeah. you're the one that needs to bring that, that good energy to them, you know? Um, sure. So, sure. like and, you guys, I want them,
2: and I don't want them to feel that you're preoccupied with your own stuff because you want them to realize that, you know, I'm there to ask all the questions as we're walking through a house, you know, it's like, do you like this, do you like that? You know, so that the next time we go see something else that could maybe get a better fit for you if this wasn't the one, you know. Um, so you gotta be you gotta be listening to everything that they're telling you, what it is that's important to them. You you can't have your head somewhere else. You gotta take notes and, and just, you know,
1: be present. Mm. So if, if people wanted to find you, I know how to find you, but if people wanted to find you, how, how can they find you? Whether it was like a uh, young person in mentorship or somebody said, Hey, I want to, you know, I'm selling a house. I'm buying and selling a house. Like so how could they find you?
2: They can give me a call or they can go to my website. Uh, my website is NJ homes by Karen. Um, and my number is seven three two five nine nine. 732 599 one nine three eight. You can find me on social media too. I'm on Facebook. I'm Karen Wilkinson, and I think on Instagram, I want to say I'm Karen Remax. So mm-hmm. that's probably the easiest way to find me. <laughs> and then but all that's my in, in mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, what, that's in Jersey. What about in Florida? Well, still
2: got the same number. Um, they'll still be able to contact me the same way. Yeah, so it's okay. Karen Remax on Instagram. That's a, probably the easiest way and my link is there for my bio and my phone number and everything's there so um that should be the easiest way.
1: And then if if uh any any like before we go if you if somebody was new coming in there, you you have anything that you could tell them like a, you know, something um uh,
2: somebody new getting started?
1: Yeah. Mm. Or they're like, oh, I think this is a great idea. I'm going to jump into real estate. I think uh, you look like you're doing well. I see you with some of the big houses. Mm-hmm. You're going back and forth from Florida. I see you, you, um, mm-hmm. you know, when they go like, if, and then they pop up and they say, hey, you know, I would like to do it. Like, what, what would be something that you would tell them right off the bat? If they said, I'm...
2: look, if they, if they love it and, you know, they paid attention to everything else I just said, I said, go for it. There's a lot of money to be made in this industry. There's no ceiling. whatever you want to do. Whether you're a woman, a man, it don't matter what, um, what, what, what anything you are, it doesn't really matter. In this industry, it's all about if you're gonna put in the work, you have no ceiling. You can make as much money as you want. I mean, I know people are making six dollars. You know, I mean, there's just people winning awards that are making over a million dollars in commissions. So there's no, there's no stopping you here. You know what I mean? Um, it's just got to be something that, that you want to do and that you love and that you're committed to do because you've got to, like anything else, nobody's just going to give you anything. It's not going to happen like that.
1: There's no know that's
2: right. Just you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So It's not for the weak hearted. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to. Di- listen, there's enough for everybody. So there's always uh, money to be made in real estate. So I say go for your dreams. If that's what you want to do, absolutely go for it.
1: Karen, I want to thank you for taking the time out to speak to me about it. Oh, my you know? pleasure! I mean,
2: thank you for uh, thinking about me. I Appreciate it. Yeah,
1: that. yeah. So, it's um, so yeah, yeah. And then you know, it was it was fun and it's enlightening. Even though I'm not into real estate, right. it's just it's you know it's a lot of um, similarities and especially it's all entrepreneurship, business, you know, business That's ownership. It. Yeah. That's so, it. you know, oh. and um, you know, I, I guess since you're back and forth from Jersey, I, I at some point I'll see you. Well. I, I'm feeling I'm yeah. like when it's time for me to buy a house anyway, I think that you, you'll you fit my real estate needs, too. That's how, I, I, you know. I hope so. It, I hope yeah. So, I, 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 <laughs> you know, so that is like you'll keep uh, growing the relationship. So then, like, when it's time, it's like more natural, mm-hmm. like friends going out, you know. You, you know exactly. You, you know. Yeah. That's exactly I, I how
2: it is. And that's how I feel, you know, in most of my relationships in real estate. I like that. You know, when we go out, it's like a party. It's like, hey, how you doing? Blah, 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 you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. So,
1: yeah. So. Good yeah. So. so, all right. Well, then, you know, take care. And then, you know, I mean, well, you're here. You're back in Jersey. The weather's all right. But, you know, it's about to break. I'm
2: going to be here for a while. So, I won't be going back to Florida until probably winter time. So, I, I'm going to be here. How's it going? Freaking
0: excellent.
1: <laughs> so, um, so, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good.
0: Thank you, Thank you. All right. What I tell you, what I tell you, I'm here to give you nothing but them butters, you know what I mean? So that was my homegirl Karen. I hope you liked the episode. I hope it inspired you to keep moving, to keep pushing, to keep hustling, to keep elevating your level. This is life with Uni V Soul, where we reach higher to inspire. All right, and if you like that, make sure you subscribe. You know, share with a friend, tell somebody, you know, I'ma be here. Doing what I do, what I do, what I do, you know. Remember, we're on Spotify, on Apple, or you can hit me direct. U-n-I-V-S-O-L-M-C.com. Oh my fault. Podcast dot All that good stuff. And you can find me on all social media at UNIVSOLMC. And what more can I say? The ladies are running the summer. So until next time, stay fly. for the gossip not one for the nonsense To make it perfectly obvious I'm here to get my pockets On overload, heavyweight mode Don't care who's watching. Spinning my goals, kicking my flow Get them speakers knocking. Fight your way about that ghetto With limited options Hit your hands up for this dough Modern day robbin' Hoodie hood
1: fella got the groove backs Rocking L.A. driver in the front seat Blow through your city
0: bopping. Liddy with the buzz homes When your album dropping, I'll be sure to like everything you do But I won't be I'm message development. You speaks back to me when you not popping. Respect to the brothers like you, who stayed on the locking. Up this sideline and on the chime and observing. Getting nervous, asking for a hand. You're in the dirt, you working. Couple of snaps, new hashtags. I told the world we deserve it. You keep on showing them how it's done. I'll be here, brushing, lurking. Sometimes you just gotta be like, oh shit. And just roll up a sudden in the air, man. They gon' watch your moves. Regardless, keep doing what you do. Okay.